A minute to go in the overtime. The clock now, the Pacers' friend. Indiana leading by eight. Nemhart will give to Halliburton. Halliburton working the bounce left side, outside the arc, working the dribble, going nowhere. Here it comes. Three ball. Final, Indiana 134, Houston 125 in overtime. That's right, baby. I just bought this truck straight cash. And I got enough cigarettes to last me and my family for the rest of our lives. I'm rich, bitch. Pay that man his money. Uh, Mark Dykton, as always, he's on it. You know, some, yeah, at some point in my life, I'll look back on, you know, probably a handful of dates. I'll look back on. June 12th, 2008, Fortunate Twin State Championship, you know, February 16th, 2019, married. June 12th, 2020, the birth of Rosie. September 9th, last year, the birth of Max. But man, March 9th, 2023. That's going to be right up there with all of them. <laughs> right up there with all of them. Two of those was a lot of money going out. This one's a lot of money coming in. Well, sure. That is, um, yeah, a lot. A lot of money going out. But, um, boy, Mark, you were right. You had to earn it. Yep. You had to earn it. Mm-hmm. It was not uh, the cleanest of closes. Oh, by the way, I did I did bring bring some parting gifts. Let, oh. me, let me go grab those. You're re-gifting the Party beer we gave gifts. you? Got some, got some gifts to celebrate, okay? <laughs> For those that are unaware, Kevin, at the beginning of the year, had made a wager on the over-under for number of wins on the Pacers season. It was prognosticated fairly early that this was going to be like a 23-59 and 59 year for the Pacers or 25-67, and 67, somewhere in there. The Pacers themselves had even kind of given warning of that. So Kevin said, you know what? I took the over-under at 30. And we were like, you boy, I don't know. 30 games is a lot. And last night, the Pacers in overtime over the lowly Houston Rockets, but regardless of position, rank, or accomplishment in the NBA, they all count the same. So it is, in fact, win number 3-0, number 30. And Kevin has not only cashed in, but he has brought in a portion of his winnings. Yeah, uh-huh. the early, you know, what do you do? Do you buy mom a house? Do you buy mom a car? You know, what's the first spend? I go to Long's Donuts. Oh, man. The line was out the door at Long's this morning, <laughs> uh-huh. folks. We've got a dozen. Jake Query. Oh, man. You cannot go Good wrong. morning. You can't go. And they're warm, too. Mark Dykton. Thank you, sir. Very Good kind morning. of you. Is it just us in the building? I would assume so. Copeland. Copeland's here. Copeland's here. Man. Sean Copeland will be getting a donut during the break. And myself. And you know what? I don't do this often. I have no off switch with these is the problem. I don't do this often. And part of it is in celebration. But you know what? I got to take a nap at 7.20. When Benedict Mathern got carried off the floor last night, there was a little bit of like, I felt like I was felt like I was getting married and I had just ripped my pants on my wedding day. <laughs> you know, you just couldn't fully appreciate it. So You said ripped your pants? Ripped, correct. Um, part celebration, part sorrow. I do think I'm going to crack a PBR here. Oh, uh, wow. All there right. There you go. Uh-huh. Hey, did yeah. you bring one? Yes. Here we go. Yes. Courtesy of Jake Query. It's a PBR party. 16-ouncer to start, <laughs> 703 in the morning. Hell yeah. Cheers, gentlemen. <laughs> Congratulations. Heck yeah. We're rolling now. It's that little... kind of responsibility we want at the PBR party when that does, in fact, happen. Yeah. Cracking beers at 704. It's 
the last time you've had beer my, and a donut at 7.03 my, in the morning? My blood glucose and your blood <laughs> BAC, it's like, yeah. uh, this is like the Reels Network on here, right? Yeah. Dr. Mottman frantically calling in right I now. Don't say, do that! I was a little nervous about Mottman. Can we just kind of not text him today, Jake, maybe? Sure. Mottman doesn't listen to this program. He doesn't even know what I do for a living. Oh my God, these are so good. They are amazing. You should have seen the line. Oh, I got there and I'm like, am I going to make it in time? But they were efficient. Uh, boy, Friday donut day. What time does Long's open? 5.30. I looked at it last night. Gosh, that PBR is crisp. Yeah, of course. How great well, is the can? I've been car the whole time. Boy, these are ice cold. If you guys would like a PBR, I'm not going uh, <laughs> to you know, say no either. I know. Let's see how Jake goes this first hour and I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah. Well, Mark, my, Mark and I might be shotgunning some PBRs here coming up in the oh, 8.30. Yeah. Segment. Uh, yes, thank you to the Pacers last night. It was not the cleanest of closes, as we said, uh, but they got it done in overtime. And we've mentioned this now, I think, several times in recent weeks. And Jake, I honestly think it was something that Reggie Miller pointed to at Tyrese Halliburton a few days ago. The Pacers have a closer. The Pacers have a closer. He is Tyrese Halliburton. He had 12 points in overtime. He assisted early in overtime. And uh, I probably owe him a PBR and a long stone. Uh, hey. hey, Jake, please tell Kevin that this is blanking awesome. There is nothing wrong with cracking a tall boy at 7 a.m. <laughs> Man, you guys are wild. Tell Kevin I said congrats. That from uh, Kansas City Steve. Let's go. You know, I think the last time I had a cold beverage like this at this hour, it was probably carb day. So I guess in a way we are doing yeah. carb day, right? It is. Well, yeah. <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, the last time I think I did this was, boy, I just had a rough, rough, you know, first two hours with you at the Pacers golf outing. I remember that. Mark, you okay over there? God, Mark. Jeez, do you need the PBR? Do we, do we need to restart the whole program? Man. By the way, this from- uh, Too much sugar went down the wrong throat. Chiefs, Chiefs <laughs> fan <Mark>. Steve. <laughs> My buddy, uh, Steve, the Chiefs fan, has the, the coolest rescue dog on the planet, little Milton. Um, Milton a little under the weather, and if you are those that ask to the higher being for the health and prosperity of our four-legged friends, uh, Milton could certainly use some proper thoughts. Well, cheers to Milton. Milton is the best. Um, God, so Mark. Mark so, I'm dying here. So let me reset the table for everybody here. Good morning to you. It is a Friday, as if you couldn't tell. My name is Jake Query. I am alongside the choking Mark Dykton, and uh, I am alongside Kevin Bowen, whose team, the Pacers, did not choke last like night, and oh. as a result, he Mark's going to cure his choking with a 16-ounce <laughs> PBR. If there's a cure, it's got to be Mark. PBR, right? God. What oh are we God. doing here? It's like Notre Dame basketball trying to finish a game you know, this year. If anybody ever wanted to know what a, a radio program would sound like with just me, uh, you might be finding out by about Boy. 8 o'clock. Well, I might need morning. to serve beer to all of our listeners then. <laughs> Mark, I'm cured. <laughs> Mark God. is into the PBR. That what did you do? Go. Mark hasn't even taken off his jacket yet. <laughs> I haven't. No, I was I was eating a donut and I just went down the wrong pipe. Wrong pipe. Okay, there so we go. So you inhaled it is what you're getting yeah. at. Okay. Any of you know the Heimlich? I might need you later. <laughs> wow. God, that's a hell of a way to start. We might need Mottman today. <laughs> yeah, like I said. I don't know if he's on call or not. Uh, last night, by the way, in college basketball, things setting up now officially for the matchups for Purdue and Indiana. Rutgers over Michigan 62-50. Was that the knockout blow for Michigan's NCAA hopes? Yeah, yeah. 
Definitely. I think Wisconsin got the knockout blow Wednesday night. I think Michigan got it last night. You look at Rutgers today, Jake, again, Purdue at noon. Does Rutgers have the Indiana-type resume from last year? Remember Indiana in the 8-9 game. Right. They come back and beat Michigan. And I think a lot of people thought Indiana was in with that win. But then you get to Selection Sunday. And you find out, yeah. They, they were one of the last four in. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they were just one of the last couple in when they looked at kind of the overall, you know, S-curve or whatever they call it. Uh, but they obviously beat Illinois in the Friday matchup last season. That's what Rutgers will be trying to do to Purdue today. And, of course, Rutgers won at Mackey earlier this year. Granted, that was, you know, two months ago. Uh, if you think back on that game, it was just it was kind of typical Rutgers. They muck it up and um, – they're not a team that shoots it well, and that was a game where Zach Eady only played 28 minutes, which for Zach Eady, that is very much on the low side. The freshman guards for Purdue struggled, three of nine from the floor, five turnovers. So that will be at noon today, Purdue around a five-point favorite. And then Jake, sorry, I just had a beer burp. <laughs> Mark, are you better? I, I'm better, yeah. Okay, good. I'm not seeing the light anymore. It's a crisp taste, isn't it? It is. It's very good. It's refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the can is always just so beautiful. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's of a blue ribbon. It's the it's first place. Uh, but J- the PBR party in motion now. That's yeah, right. It has to happen certainly, now. Certainly. Uh, IU fans might want to inject some coffee today. What time did Maryland, Minnesota get over last night? Boy, you're not kidding. Maryland and Indiana, 9 o'clock tip tonight. In the and that's approximate, you, you to got be time clear. to drive up there and go to the game, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. good Jimmy just texted me. Said that they're on their way. Really? Yeah. So well, shout got, out to good Jimmy. <laughs> they got plenty of time to count the windmills. Safe travel. Oh, they could have... They could have breakfast and lunch at Fair Oaks Farm. That's right. That would be fun. I mean, to go up. It's funny because I think you mentioned yesterday, Kevin. uh, And by the way, Greg Gregstra is going to join us at 8 o'clock this morning. Tom Deanhart at 8.30. Jordan Cornette talking a little college basketball at 9. Paul Corsaro will join us. they got a lot going on down on the south side at 9.45. Kevin, I think you mentioned this yesterday. I feel like now that the Big Ten tournament, it's not the first time the Big Ten tournament's been in Chicago, clearly, but when it's not here in town is when I realized that I think I kind of took for granted when it was. You know, just yeah. walking around downtown and seeing a group of Minnesota fans or Maryland fans mm-hmm. or, you know, saying hi to some people from Iowa or whatever. And just knowing that that was always kind of, there was something kind of going on downtown. You could come down and, you know, we would always, every year, you know, I'd say to Shannon, like, what do you want to do tonight? Oh, let's just go down and just kind of, you know, observe the atmosphere downtown yeah, with the Watch tournament. the Iowa people just do keg stands. <laughs> yeah. But although the you Iowa do people, kind of miss it, right? Iowa people in mourning maybe a little bit after yesterday. Is Ohio State about to do something? That, Is Chris Holtman saving his job? I don't think his job was in jeopardy, right? But well, wait till Notre Dame comes calling. Well, fair. Uh, that's the question on Ohio State, right? I mean, they're gonna need there, there are always years, though, Kevin, where whether it be the Big Ten or the Big 12, you know, one of the leagues, some team that is sub-500 gets red hot. Yeah, wins two, wins three, makes maybe. Makes a blitz through and becomes the story of their conference tournament, which puts them over 500. Now, all of a sudden, a team that was, you know, 15 and 18 entering the conference tournament is 19 and 18 in the conference tournament championship. And people are like, whoa, did they just play their way in? More often than not, they did not. Uh, Purdue Rutgers at noon, Michigan State, Ohio State to follow. Those are the afternoon – that's the afternoon session up there at the United Center. 
Northwestern Illinois is the early evening game. Every time I see Northwestern Illinois, I just think, oh, man, it's 38 degrees and it's a noon kickoff in November. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think basketball. But that's a basketball game. Or excuse me, uh, no, no, I, I said Illinois. I, I meant Penn State. Penn well, State. Penn, yeah. The Micah Shrewsbury. I'm thinking to myself, gosh, does that hurt Notre Dame's chances to pursue Micah Shrewsbury? I heard yesterday that Micah Shrewsbury – Apparently, is really happy in Happy um, Valley. Very happy in Happy Valley. Yes, we've had six Big Ten games so far in the tournament. Five of them have been won by the higher seed. Maryland over Minnesota was the only "quote unquote" home jersey team. So Maryland and Indiana will be the nightcap. Just one meeting this year. That was in College Park. And I guess similar to what Rutgers did to Purdue, that was a game that Maryland was able to make it ugly and get to the foul line. And that was the night Jalen hood Shafino I thought, was throwing the game. One of 14 in the game for the freshman. He had four turnovers that night. Maryland does not have some imposing big men. They're going to play some zone, and they're going to pressure a little bit. They're going to try and make it a bit ugly. Um, but they've struggled away from home. Last night was just their third Big Ten win away from home this season, and two of those are over Minnesota. So, Here's one for you. Last night, and I only say this because of when we're talking about some of these teams, could they be playing their way in? What seems like a, an innocuous matchup, but Arkansas and Auburn in the SEC tournament, and Arkansas beat Auburn 76-73. Could that have been a bubble burst game for either one of those? Arkansas's 20, they're both 20-12 and 12 overall. But Arkansas was eight and ten in the league. If Arkansas, lo- so maybe not a bubble burst game for Auburn, but did did Arkansas need that to get in? Yeah, I'd have to look a little closer at it, Jake. I, I've been a little bit more probably locked into like ACC. I think both I totally were get it. in. I think both were in. If I'm not mistaken, like I think a big loss yesterday was what happened with Pittsburgh. Like Pittsburgh getting blown out. Um, I mean, they lost to Notre Dame to end the season. That's a team that I think really hurt themselves. Pittsburgh right now is listed as a last four by, literally like the last team in. Man, they're going to sweat it. They're going to sweat it. And then, of course, as we said earlier, Wisconsin and Michigan, I tend to think bubble has burst there. But Rutgers with an opportunity today. And um, if Purdue wins, they'll be in the early afternoon game tomorrow. I think it's about 1 o'clock. If IU wins, they'll slot into the second afternoon game. That would be about 3.30. And, of course, Sunday's championship game. In typical Big Ten championship fashion on Selection Sunday, about a 3.30 I'll tell you what, Kevin, Indiana has been living on that. I mean, like, Indiana literally, they're, they're already build, building a pool in the backyard of the yard they have built for themselves on the four line. They have not moved they off that They seem very thing. firm on that four line. I do think something they could be playing for this week that maybe is not necessarily a seed, I think they could be playing for, can we be close to home? Closer to home is probably the better way to put it. Like, if you were able to get on a run, does the committee then view you and say, hey, we're not going to maybe move them up a line necessarily, but we'll put them in Columbus. We'll put them in Des Moines early on instead of sending them Sacramento or a little bit further away. So a big slate of Big Ten tournament games, as Jake said. Um, We'll have Greg Rayshaw on at 8 o'clock. It's also regional time for the IHSAA. 8.30, Tom Deanhart to talk about Purdue and Rutgers, Jordan Cornette. I can't wait to talk Notre Dame basketball with him. I mean, this is this day is heaven. PBR, <laughs> donuts, and Notre Dame basketball talk. 
Hey, what do you think about Irish chances? <laughs> hey, is Mike Bray going to come back? I guess I would sound like maybe Mike Bray at the end of the night at the linebacker last that's week. That's right. That's right. You know? Hey, St. Patrick's is very weak. <laughs> Jordan, do a shot with me. Jordan, do a shot with me. Let's see if I can get an Uber home maybe around 10.02 on this Friday right, I can morning. give you a lift. Uh, what? Mark, what tastes better, the donut or the PBR? I actually think they're quite the pairing. It they're actually very, is. They're very good. pairing, yeah. Great. Again, I'm just mesmerized by the can. Let's tweet it out. Breakfast of champions. PBR mm-hmm. and a donut. Yeah, stable. I went to my doctor Jake, join earlier the party. this week. I don't think you'd be too fond of this meal right it's now. It's a good thing that there is somebody responsible in this group. Mm-hmm. Who's right. that? Uh, Mark, care to rehash what happened this time last Friday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk about responsibility. Uh, what that was I, a week what, ago. What, what should I do? Should I should I call in and do a three-hour sh- radio hit? Uh, you know, in hindsight, when I think about that, why didn't I just come in here? I don't know. Like I didn't even think you, about that. You need to be there in, in person for Grigson and company. Yeah. God, I just had my second beer burp. This could be a long show here. <laughs> Cough button. Takes Do we have on any Tums in the building? Here. Tums yeah. might be a requirement. I was say after watching Mark through the first ten minutes, uh, we'll see about that. Again, the Pacers get to win thirty last night overtime. Uh, heroics from Tyrese Halliburton, two assists early on, and then had twelve points in the extra period. Nineteen assists for the game. It is. Well, I, I I think deservedly so. We are on this with Halliburton right now. Since the All-Star break, these numbers to me are just absolutely absurd what he's done. Again, a little banged up leading into the All-Star break. The Pacers have played six games, Jake, since Tyrese Halliburton got back from Salt Lake City. He's averaging 27 points in those six games. Very respectable, of course. I mean, very impressive. Respectable sounds like I'm undermining it. Jake, in those six games, he's at 80 assists and nine turnovers. 80 assists and nine turnovers. He also has been huge down the stretch, obviously. I mean, he 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 basically took over in the overtime, right? Eric Gagne type closing. Wow, good call there. Where is he now? Boy, if you, if you were going to say who's going to join Mark and I for a beer and a donut at this hour, I'd say Eric Gagne. I think in the morning uh, he actually just prefers juice, right? Oh, boy. That, that was pretty good. That was a good one. That was. Mm-hmm. I'll give you credit. A couple of sips of PBR and suddenly I'm the funniest guy in the room. <laughs> right? Does this mean now you might actually appreciate my not only my British accent, but face on, face off? Well, it can, well no, certainly not. Definitely not on that one. This is an open mic night yet. There's not a two-drink no. minimum. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Columbia and Oxford, by the way, reached out last night after the game. Wanting some early transcripts from the uh, daycare for Max and Rosie. There, there you go. Mm-hmm. What about the London School of Economics? Yeah, we'll, we'll see what their NIL package looks like. You know, it is interesting that at the beginning, I, I think it goes to show, Kevin, kidding aside, the financial windfall that you got based on the Pacers getting 30 wins does go to show how low the expectation was at the beginning of the season. And it's almost now like laugh. I mean, and the Pacers were kind of the spearhead of that, but it's it's kind of laughable in hindsight. Well, especially when you watch the team they're playing last night. I mean, Houston was predicted to be right there with Indiana as one of the worst in the league. They started all five of their starters last night, 22 and younger. Jalen Green is just an incredible talent. And that shot by Jabari Smith, though, force overtime. Boy, yeah. I didn't know that he had that in him. Uh, Quinn Buckner was convinced it was a two, and then he's and then they showed the angle, <laughs> and Quinn sounded like 
somebody just came and took his lunch money. I didn't think last night was Quinn's best effort, if I'm going to be totally honest. Um, I, I, It was. I mean, I'll be totally honest, and obviously I know that there's probably a little bit more of an emotional side to it. That was rough seeing Benedict Matherin go down. I mean, he was in some serious pain, and I can't recall. I mean, he's played every game this season. I can't recall one time he's really gone to the floor this season and – you know, acted like he was hurt at, right. at, at any level. And, of course, he attacks the rim just so recklessly. But he literally got carried off the floor. Like, not helped off. He got carried to the locker room by George Hill and James Johnson late first quarter. Initially, the Pacers said he was questionable to return. I'm like, I just watched that man get carried to the locker room. I don't think this is Paul Pierce time. Uh, officially ruled out at halftime with a right ankle sprain. You think back to Chris Duarte missing over a month this year. Jake, if he's going to miss multiple weeks, don't you just shut him down for the season? Probably, yeah. I mean, what's – like Kevin Durant, you know what I mean? Like, why risk – there are a lot of players right now that, that are out for a while. Yeah, for those that missed it, Matherin, you know, his typical attacking self, I don't know if the possession was necessarily going anywhere, but he drove and stepped on one of the Houston's big guys' right – his right foot stepped on one of the feet – of the Houston big men, twisted it very aggressively when you show the replay of it. And then again, George Hill, James Johnson, carrying him to the locker room. He has not missed a game all year. He did not miss a game in two seasons at Arizona. So um, I I think it might have been Kobe that kind of initiated this thought, and I don't know, I'm sure there's a player before hell. Michael probably said this. But Matherin had this quote at um, All-Star Weekend about you know, part of the reason why he wants to play 82 games is because you never know who's in the building and, um, you know, people are whatever, saving money and, and that sort of angle to it. So it is a bummer because Rick Carlisle did say afterwards, um, probably unlikely that Matherin plays at Detroit coming up Saturday and Monday. Back-to-back games in Detroit. Three nights in Detroit doesn't sound like the most ideal thing. No, I spent um, I spent a month in Detroit. Maybe it's a good thing Matherin's not – Making the trip for his sake. Uh, hey, Jake, if there's ever a day to get KB on board with Yanid Ngakwe, it's today. That's probably true. <laughs> he just took a bite of his dough. I can handle a 16-ounce here and not cave to every little Jake qu- joke today, all right? Well, you After the donut, though, you might need – oh, and you brought a banana, so it's good to see that you're going with nutrition. <laughs> <laughs> I, did. I did. It is a healthy breakfast. Yeah, it is. You know, we're trying to cover all all food groups here on this Friday morning. Again, it's a busy Big Ten slate today. If you're looking for coverage um, for us, it'll be our sister station, IU in Maryland, coming up. Uh, that would be WIBC coming up 8 o'clock tonight. Boy, that's one of those, Jake, where Don Fisher and Eric Sir, they could be talking for a while. I mean, you're I, right. I don't think Minnesota-Maryland tipped until like at least 9.15, maybe 9.30. It's just going to be one of those games where I guess it's the opposite, right, where – at least there won't be – like the time that I was going to watch Wyoming basketball and I was all excited and the game before it went for triple oh, yeah. overtime. The under eight timeout of the second half, Jake's getting his first look at his pokes. I mean, yeah, it was – and Reese was – I had to tune into Reese for the game. <laughs> Mike Woodson's going to need a nap today to make it all the way to tip-off coming what, tonight. Mark, what would Mike Woodson say about the fact that he needs a nap? Is there anything in particular if you were to ask him? Oh, does if he, he needed any, a nap? Does he have any thoughts besides taking a nap tonight? Anything else that he'd like to see his Hoosiers get done by 9.30 p.m.? Let's kick some ass. <laughs> That's right after he takes a Tylenol p.m. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, some people are asking what were the odds on the 
at least 30 win bet, plus 435. Plus 435. So you bet 10 to win 43 bucks. Nice. I, I, I personally did not bet 10 bucks, but just to give a little bit of an example to those other. But Mark, you're right. I mean, I've literally opened my account. I haven't bet in quite some time. I've opened up my account, let's just say, a few times mm-hmm. since the buzzer yep. sounded last night. Naked. Just naked. Yeah, someone, someone, someone DM'd me after the show and said, hey, Kev might want to pump the brakes because he bet the over of just, I think it was 23 and a half wins, and he still hasn't gotten paid out, so it might be until the end of the regular season. Yeah, what are we going to vacate wins? Yeah. What's going to, you know, Ronald Norad was paying Pacers yeah. play. I mean, what, what are we doing here? They got it. They got 30. Sign, seal, and deliver. They need to continue taking in everybody's money on other bets before they start paying. Now. You took them for so much that they're actually they're starting to try to get other people to make wagers just so they can pay you off. Now, Probably, you know, right? if I'm going to be totally selfish, you know, the goal now is to lose the final 15. Now, oh, for the pick? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'd have a few people re- reach out. Congrats. Now cheer for losses. We'll do a little tankathon coming up. 30 and 37, the exactly Pacers. Still are. a couple games outside of the play in picture. All right. Good Friday morning to you. Kevin Bowen, Jake Query, Mark Dykton here on Quite the Friday in studio. I guess we had Quite the Friday last week over at the Combine. So For other reasons. Sure. Okay. Uh, Greg Rakestraw at eight. It is regional <laughs> weekend for the boys' basketball tournament. Again, a little bit of a twist to the schedule. We'll talk with Rake about that. I think a lot of eyes down at Southport with the undefeated Ben Davis Giants and then defending. 4A champs in the Cathedral Fighting Irish, 8.30, Tom Deanhart. It'll be Purdue and Rutgers at noon. We'll chat with Tom about that. Also, Purdue's Pro Day was yesterday. Aiden O'Connell, Payne Durham. I am curious where those two will get drafted. Jordan Cornette at 9. Always enjoy talking with Jordan. Of course, more than just Notre Dame basketball chatter with him. And, Jake, if people are looking for something to do tomorrow afternoon, University of Indianapolis hosting round one of the NCAA tournament. It has been an unbelievable season for Paul Casaro and the Greyhounds. They have a chance hosting the regional to make it to Evansville, where that's the final eight. Don't think final four, third beer burp of the morning. Don't think final four <laughs> with the D2 tournament. They have a final eight, so that is the goal for the Greyhounds as they look to win three games down at Nickerson Hall. Coming up this weekend and early next. Mark, you ready to carry it home this morning? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think what Mark had, now I have. Only 143, 143 minutes left. <laughs> we can carry do us home, right? Now yeah. you know how Mark and I feel. Somebody just texted, don't die. I'm like, I'm not planning on doing, that was just a brief, brief period of concern. That's it. I'm just glad that there's the stability of maturity in the building. Yeah. Oh, look, Scotty's come up. He's wandering in for yeah, a donut. Yeah, that's what you're talking Scotty, about, Scotty, right? we got PBR Scott. and longs. <laughs> Where'd the longs go? Oh, here they are. Scotty, right over here, Scotty. Scotty today already. is wearing a Boston Bruins sweater along with, is that a Bruins hat, Scotty? It is a Boston Braves hat. Boston Braves hat. How good do those look, Scotty? Oh, I love that. Oh, um, the line was literally out the door this morning. If you want a PBR, it's right here.